Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come and see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another show, Ignite Your Heart and Soul. I'm your uh, host, Sarah Troy, and I have two wonderful gentlemen here who are going to raise your vibration. It's Jeffrey Stegman and Clayton um, Stedman. Stegman and Stedman. I know this sounds like a comedy act, but I'm sure you, it's very, very serious, but we are going to have some fun with it. These are two men that met for a mutual friend. They were both working on accessing and utilizing high consciousness fields. Jeffrey Stegman was creating a high conscious fields and cultures in business, and Clayton Stedman, a coach in business and as, uh, on, as a spiritual path, was creating a high conscious fields for healing the human mind body and spirit. They came together with an innovator who had devoted his life to creating free energy for humanity. Although he did not create the free energy device, he had discovered a way to redirect and focus large amounts of energy, any life force energy, known as the subtitle FLIFE, F-L-F-E. Some people call it fluffy, some people call it FLIFE. Um, whatever it is, we don't mind as long as you get to use it, because using it is what's going to increase your own beautiful vibrational waves. It's going to what's going to help you tap into your own life force. It's going to help heal you, equilibrium you, and give you that beautiful um, energy boundary that we need in order to resonate and operate on a higher level. So let's dive in. We are going to talk a little technical in here, but not a lot. Really, it's more about what it does for you, what it does for humanity, how it helps us evolve, because folks, we need to evolve right now. We're looking at a world that is very, very disconnected. A lot of static going on, a lot of um, people seeking a conscious path because they're so tired of the old one. And how do they raise that consciousness? How do they step into it? How do they detox and uh, dismiss the past programming and embrace a new one? When you set that energy field onto a beautiful resonance and that automatically starts doing things for you, propelling you forward on your journey of life. This is a wonderful device that works in your home, on your phone, and it's something that will be signature to your home or your phone or you. And we're going to understand it here better today. We need all the help that we can get. We need it for ourselves, but we also need it for this planet because if we don't, we might have kind of an energy disruption that kind of evicts us. So let's get together and get our energy going and understand how this device works. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you, Sarah. Thank, Thank you, you Sarah. for inviting us. So I'm going to have you both talk a little bit about your background and how this all came about, and then we'll get right into the device itself. So Clayton, let's start with you, Han. Well, uh... I've been in the coaching business since about 1995 when I did my life skills coaches training and I developed a specialty in my coaching practice that I called business as a spiritual uh, path. And that's because I'd spent about 11 years before that. The main focus of my life was um, my philosophical pursuits. I was in an Eastern based philosophy for 11 years before that and worked for a private school. So, 
I did a, uh, a career change because there was a large uh, disruption, we'll call it, in the organization I was involved in. <laughs> and uh, so I left, as many other people did, and I needed a new focus for my career. I, and uh, I decided to go into the coaching business, and because of my spiritual interest and training over the previous 11 years, I decided to create a specialty called Business as a Spiritual Path, and then it became Business as a Spiritual Practice. And then eventually I had a few clients who, who did what we called Business as a, spirit, a Spiritual Service. So Business as a Spiritual uh, Practice is where you have one part of your business considered your spiritual practice. So it could be showing up on time for meetings, could be just being organized, Business as a spiritual path is where you consider your business, your monastery, or your church, where it's where you look for life to reflect all of its lessons through the business experience you're having. And then hopefully we all get to the place where we're able to just devote our lives to service. Mm-hmm. And for many business people, business is an act of creativity and, and it's very enlivening and very exciting. And we all work for a living. Most, well, 90% of us or 90, whatever that percentage is. And so we have that experience of working all our lives and all of a sudden we stop working. And wouldn't it be interesting if we had the resources to, and the mindset to be able to work for the evolution of humanity and just give all the resources that we continue to make the time, energy, and money or the resources we have and just try to help each other. So I had a few clients like that and uh, they were delightful to work with. They're all delightful, but uh, that was a particularly satisfying experience. So I I did that for, well, I'm still doing it actually. I've been doing it for 23 years. I came across Dr. David Hawkins' work in 2004. I was uh, reevaluating my practice. I'd been in practice for nine years and I was working with, um, as a subcontractor for companies that were doing cultural transitions. So they were looking at creating high performance cultures and I was bringing my perspective and experience on business and spirituality into those, uh, into those organizations. And I came across Dr. Hawkins work and I thought, well, cause I had about six people tell me I should read power versus force. So you know, the universe is giving you, uh, mm-hmm. reminder it's usually a sign that you should do something about it mm-hmm. after about six of my clients telling me it's like okay so i read power versus force and i was just in awe of it it's i think it's up right there in my bookshelf mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah i formed a study group with two friends one was a a chiropractor who was 89 years old and he was still practicing still a very vital man so he had a superlative sense of the body and its mechanics and how, you know, the basic premise of kinesiology is truth makes you go strong and weakness makes you go, mm-hmm. sorry, falsehood makes you go weak. And then I had another friend who was a scientist. He'd been with Fun Chemical for 25 years. So he had a, a really clear understanding of procedure, process, and protocol. So I worked with these two gentlemen to try to get kinesiology to work and we kind of drove each other crazy for six months. You know, we worked in the evenings and we couldn't, uh, we just couldn't get it to work consistently. And the, the most accurate one was the scientist because he would say the same thing the same way every time because he knew that was the control. And theoretically I understood it, but I didn't practice it at that time. And so, you know, make a long story short, five years later, I reverse engineered, uh, I finished reverse engineering the protocols in Dr. Hawkins book I found out that there was 
quite a few things that weren't being expressed that were very important in the process of doing kinesiology. And about that time, I'd met Jeff. That was 2004, about 2009. I met Jeff in 2000, and I think uh, seven, eight. I'm trying to remember now. But I know that the last piece of the protocol was revealed when I was in Jeff's den, sitting on a speakerphone, talking to Dr. Hawkins' editor, who'd been working with him for 17 years. That was the last piece of the protocols that I that I needed. So. Eventually, when, when you can get good enough at kinesiology, you can test the level of appropriateness of the protocols to understand the process you're trying to do. And, of course, that's a very iterative process where you have to learn a bit, develop expertise and consistency, learn a bit, demonstrate that it works, learn a bit. And so we finally got it down to the point where uh, we knew the protocols were complete. And then, uh, of course, there's always the... The dream is if you go into kinesiology, at least my dream and many other people's dream was that if you learn how to tell truth from falsehood, you can answer any question. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is, even if you have a complete set of protocols and a complete understanding of the mechanics and the art of the process, it's a bit of an art and a science, that if you have an issue with a subject and you're not able to be at least neutral about it, you're not going to be able to get accurate data because you are the instrument. Of course, we're connected to divinity at all times. That's the premise of kinesiology. And we can bypass the mind. And yet we have to have the personal development or spiritual development to be able to hold ourselves in at least a neutral, hopefully a loving position around a subject mm -hmm. or excuse our data. Mm -hmm. And so that was... Um, a revelation that came after I had unraveled the protocols. And um, as you'd mentioned from there, I'd, I'd met Jeff through a mutual friend. We'd worked together for a while. Um, was, Jeff was a client of mine and then we became, we became friends and came across this inventor. And, you know, five years later, well, actually came across the inventor in 2007. So it's actually, you know, 12 years later, but Jeff and I've been working with FLFE about, six years now, but a year before we started the business. And then our fifth anniversary was September 24th, 2018. So for, 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 for actually a, um, a, a new, not innovation, um, because the invention was there, but coming together, you know, five years is still very young, but you've, you know, accomplished quite a bit in that time. So let's go over to Jeff and, and hear your journey to this point. Sure. Yeah, my journey to FLFE is, um, you know, it's so interesting. It wasn't uh, a straight line journey as these are. Right. And uh, my background was, um, you know, on my own spiritual path um, with teachers, always working with teachers, always even in my business life, also working with coaches. And uh, I've been in manufacturing and engineering. So that's really my background in creating uh, a culture in a business where um, you know it's loving and it's it's advancing the evolution of the people there and in their education and in their their way of handling themselves in the world. So I came in with that background and I was working with Clayton, as he said, um, as as a coaching client. And then what was coming together is my business life and my spiritual life. And 
with the tool of kinesiology, which I became <clears throat> just more and more familiar with through Clayton's work with me, was the, the accuracy of these calibrations of this mm -hmm. testing. And being able to then take that into uh, this FLFE invention um, that we came across, which was really the creation of a high consciousness field through, through a quantum you know, association, um, much like a human, a, a human consciousness association. So, you know, for instance, if you have a brother or sister and you think of them, you know, a field is activated, you know, in their location. And then whatever emotions you're feeling for them are then in that field and they're benefiting from those if they're positive emotions. Um, so this, hopefully positive yeah. emotions. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> negative works as well. <laughs> right. It's all in the field. So what we, what we discovered was a technology that is, works in the same way with an identifier to create that, that quantum connection. Um, a field is activated in that place. And so we're not using a uh, device that gets sent out you know, to a home. We're, we're creating that, that quantum connection through the legal address, through coordinates, um, through a photograph of an object. We do a field around an object <clears throat> or with a unique cellular phone number in a country. So with that kind of unique identifier, it's like thinking of your sister uh, and that field is created or activated there. So this, this inventor, um, was working with technology in a similar way. using photographs. It had kind of a long history leading up to that. Um, but the discovery that it was a non-local phenomenon, just like kinesiology is, and Clayton had discovered that in working with the inventor, that this field could be activated anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, instantly, there's no delay. Right. And that was the big breakthrough. And we really moved into service. Uh, we didn't have the idea of creating a business. We had the idea of where can we raise consciousness? Yes, which so needs to be raised. <laughs> yeah. So during the entire 2012 or most of the year, we, we worked on a project to raise consciousness everywhere that we could. Um, and we just sort of listened to our guidance, mm -hmm. we used kinesiology to test, and we use Google Earth, you know, mm -hmm. as, as a great tool to locate places on the planet um, where, you know, a single place in a continent could be a lever point where raising conscience in that spot could then raise the entire continent. And so we, we did that for a year. And at the end of the project, um, we just, we rested and said, wow, that was cool, you know. And we really got the message at that point to turn it into a business where people could do that themselves. Yeah. They could apply this high consciousness field to their own, their own home business or, you know, around an object. And, um, and we created as the business developed that they could also give a free, you know, indefinite subscription at a little bit lower level of, of the field. Uh, anywhere in the world. So I'm sure many of them have gone into 
political, you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> that would take the entire world to send that one out. <laughs> right. But it's been interesting in the FLFP community of, of um, subscribers, which is all over the world now. It's like 22 countries. Um, you know, they're thinking of projects like, okay, what about the headwaters of all the major rivers? What if you put a high consciousness field yes. at the headwaters of all those rivers and the water flowing through? is affected positively so um so my you know my journey is from traditional business into a non-traditional business here but really the mixing of both the spiritual path and um these non-linear technologies that are really you know we believe are coming onto the planet at this time and many people are working with with uh, subtle energies in different ways yes um because it's needed at the time, as, you, as you said yeah, it's, it's interesting because it seems to be since kind of quantum got recognized and understood, mm. it opened up the doors quite considerably. Mm. And for a lot of people with this, you know, device energy, this kind of sounds rather maybe too technical or too this or too that. Just think upon it as a prayer. You know, we give the value of prayer, that energy of prayer towards something. I'm asking for your prayers. Let's pray for this. And we d don't see it because it's not for the naked eye to see is that that a vibrational prayer that you're sending out to someone is received you're sending out that energy and that energy will elevate and help that person or whatever the situation or that country or that political party you know whatever is needed at that time we understand the power of prayer we do it in good faith and in trust, yet we still seem to have a mistrust over devices. What are you talking about? Quantum energy, consciousness, raising our spirituality. You know, how does this work? I don't see it, so I don't understand it. But if you can pray, you're already doing it. You don't always need to understand the technology in order to apply it to yourself. And I'm so pleased, Clayton, that you, know, you looked at business and spirituality. As one, I was talking to to a scientist uh, on one of my shows, and you know, I clarified it as this when he was talking about you know the quantum fields and this and that. <clears throat> Scientists are now beginning to understand that those that choose to live in a spiritual conscious realm, a place from a higher vibration, are actually living in the quantum vibration. They're already living in a higher frequency that scientists are now waking up and beginning to measure and understanding the impact of that. Mm -hmm. So whereas spirituality used to be looked at as kumbaya and hippies and far out man, you know, now people are beginning to truly understand it as an energy that is extremely productive. And in raising that consciousness up to this higher vibration, not only is healthier on your body, it's healthier in your psyche. You project out a more positive vibration, which becomes more um, invitational in your resonance and what you're doing. So we really are at a stage in the planet, in the stage in humanity, where we have to raise that vibration for several reasons. One, for our health. B, for that conscious connection of well-beingness towards each other because we're so tired of the other. But the other is for the planet. The planet is rather saturated with negative energy. You know, especially people grounding, they're giving it all back to the planet. Well, what does the planet do with it? So in this vibrational rising, we're actually helping heal the planet as well. So it's not always the needing to actually understand how the science works. You drive a car, do you understand every mechanical 
part of it. Um, you go to um, you know, a doctor, do you actually understand every part of your body? You just know where it hurts. So I think stepping into this conscious energy and understanding not how it works, but what it's doing for you and the ripple effect that it's doing for humanity and to be of service to humanity through this is really where the golden nugget is. So let us look at the effects that this can have on you. I know the, the other thing is people are, I can hear them saying is, well, how can they pick up from your address? Because mm -hmm. you said that bigger word, identifier. We all have a unique signature. Energy all has a unique signature. It is picking up that signature. And from that signature, that energy then can navigate to whatever that address, the phone, or even the person is. And again, don't worry about how it does it, just the fact that it does do it. So let's speak again now to the, the positive effects that this is having on people, because you've been doing test webinars for quite a long time, where you've had people come in and speak to the benefits that they've had. And you've seen quite a number of results, hence the reason why it's right around the world now. Who would like to start on that, on the some of the extraordinary benefits that you've seen. Well, I could start and, and hand it over to you, Clayton, on the level of consciousness side, because that's really fascinating. So our mission is to support the, the optimal conditions for evolution of consciousness. So that in this field, in a high consciousness field, it's like going to a, uh, a pilgrimage site, mm -hmm. a sacred site. And there's very much the same, same energy in, or similar energies, um, 560 on the Hawkins map is the, the level, the minimum level that the field at a property goes to, 575 around a cell phone or an object. And that compared to 520 or, or 420 or so on the Hawkins map, which is North America, each point being 10 times more energy present, is just a logarithmically huge number of amount of energy present and so the body just bathes in that energy yeah. and starts to pull it in and what we see uh, very quickly and people use the free trial we have right now a 15-day free trial they start to feel things getting unstuck mm -hmm. so where there's a flow of the subtle energy channels in the body the meridians and things start to be unstuck and so people find it's easier for them to shed negative habits that they've had. It's easier for them to kind of get over issues that they've had interpersonally with others and move into a loving state more easily. Um, relationships with children seem to blossom into this more loving play and time together. Um, so in this field of 560, on the Hawkins map, 540 is unconditional love. You're just you're held in this field mm. that is sort of buoying up all parts of you, and what people find is that things come up to be healed, to be felt and experienced uh, that may have been an old, you know, hurt, an old trauma, something that's happened, and it it has an opportunity now to uh, be supported in this field and to to move. So, so the result uh, is people's rising in consciousness on the yes. um, Clayton, you want to talk about that, what we've seen there? Sure. So um, there's many types of science. And just before the interview with Sarah, we were, we were talking about Dr. Emoto's work. Mm -hmm. 
Now, Dr. Yamoto's work has been one of the most visual demonstrations, I think, in our age that thoughts are things. Yes. And they're captured in a liquid crystal water format so that we can all see them. And there's other types of science now that are measuring the more subtle energy realms. Kinesiology being one of them, but it's still fairly new. It's, it's quite well established in uh, the chiropractic field and in the nutrition field. Um, another example of a new type of science that's measuring subtle energies is a device called the gas discharge visualization device. And we, ha we had a uh, kind of a senior practitioner of, of that type of science named Melissa Waterman do a study with us on FLFE environments and environments that were sort of pre-FLFE. And there was a significant uh, reduction in entropy or chaotic energy on the property. And so that's on our website. You can find that. Um, uh, you know, just so we have a little search section. You can just search uh, GDV and it will come up or Jeff will probably know exactly where it is. He spent some time in that recently. So those are other types of science that are confirming the more subtle energies. Um, in Hawkins' work, he talks about one person at 500 level of consciousness compensating for 600,000 people below 200. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's the consciousness compensation part. That's where one loving person does make a difference. Yes. And so that's uh, an encouragement for all of us to make an effort to at least be part, of, be very positive for part of the day. Actually, here's a question for you. We're seeing the animal species right now become mm -hmm. our teachers. The ability to, you know, cross species, you know, in raising other species, um, little ones and rescuing each other and uh, loving each other. And, you know, they're supposed to be mortal enemies. And here they are. They don't see their differences. They're just resonating on a vibrational love of togetherness. Mm -hmm. Have you ever actually measured can one measure you know the, the hurt vibration in these animals because they're pure love yes i know that a dog's wagging tail calibrates at 500 wow and a cat's purr calibrates at 500 for wow you know, those are the animals we're most probably common with mm -hmm. our domestic friends uh, it seems that if the basic survival needs of animals are taken care of the innate nurturing loving attention of a of a female animal or you know a male animal towards a, a, an innocent mm -hmm. young uh, developing animal even of another species can can you know can happen you know it doesn't always happen you, you certainly see a lot more of it today yeah yeah that may be, I, yeah i don't know sometimes if there's more of it or just more media attention on it but right it, yes yes any more the awareness of it yeah more the awareness it's always yeah, I, I wouldn't know how to measure that. Uh, but yeah, it's a very interesting when you see, you know, yeah, animals that are supposed to eat each other, taking care of each other. Right. You know, or, and what about children? Because, you know, before they get reconditioned, you know, sent to school and organization and structure and told what they can't do, you know, uh, in those initial years, those children live in wonderment. They are pure explorers and everything they do is around love. Uh, do they, uh, what kind of signature do they have? Well, I'll start with this and pass it on to Jeff. Um, 
typically the mind doesn't get really activated in the child until it's four or five years old. Mm -hmm. And so in its pre-mind activated state, it has a lot of needs, of course, the needs for yes. survival, and it, it lets us know that, you know, very directly. Very loudly. <laughs> very loudly. <laughs> uh, and then when, the, when that's taken care of, they're just these wonderful little things that can find delight in, a, you know, they can play with a pen for like half a day, and, and you can enjoy them. You can enjoy watching them play with that yes. pen and be and be re, you know, reborn in their delight of seeing how they can take the simplest things and just be very present with it and play with that all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the children come in very high from, you know, we happen to believe in previous incarnations. So yes. some of them have a certain look and a quality about them. I think there's more and more coming in like that. Uh, the indigo kids, as we call them. Yeah. Yeah. The indigo children, the crystal children, I'm not sure of all the categories and how integrous that interpretation is, but, uh, I think after 1986, since the world went over 200 on the on the Hawkins map of consciousness, it seems that children are being born with another quality of intelligence. Some yeah. people think it's a, a more resourced nervous system. Mm -hmm. um, so we we'll turn it over to Jeff and see if he wants to say something about that. Well, I haven't done the, the level of research that you have on on with kinesiology. Um, though we're certainly seeing it with with our community, FLP community, um, where we've got, you know, kids that are seem to be coming in with more resources, more mm -hmm. mental, not only mental, <clears throat> but spiritual resources. Mm -hmm. And um, what, you know, what we're committed to is creating that environment that just lets people be themselves and not be um, negatively affected by, our inputs coming in to the environment. Mm -hmm. And we added the EMF mitigation program uh, in the beginning of December to all the service. Because what we found is that the level of consciousness of the environments was getting affected um, by outside, outside influences. It could be geopathic stress, you know, the movement of water underground was yes. one of the major ones. And we found ways to mitigate that, to bring additional energy into that area so that more energy came in that was being taken away by water, for instance, in an underground stream. So we, over a number of years, we just kept adding these to the service, you know, so that everyone would benefit, even though we designed it for one property. And then we found that, that EMFs were then causing more of an influence that was lowering the level of consciousness. And so that's affecting children, particularly it seems sensitive children. Yes. Um, who are coming in with, like Clayton said, a different, perhaps a different nervous system in some way. That this chaotic energy environment that can be created by electromagnetic fields, whether it's cell tower or a router in the house or some, uh, all these distant routers in this soup of, fragmented waveforms or EMF smog that the children seem to be very affected by it and some adults as well were yes. EMF sensitive and so as we created this addition to the FLFP program that's now now part of it um, we we did a beta test with a, a group of sensitives and saw some really dramatic increases in um, 
ability to sleep. Yeah. Um, and this is both children and, and adults. And just a reduction in tension. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I hadn't expected that, but people seem to be holding tension in these chaotic environments. Yeah. And then when it falls away, they just all of a sudden feel like you, it, it's like you're in the soup of gradually increasing temperature and you don't realize how hot it is. Um, <clears throat> and um, when that's, when that, when you're free of that, when you're in this environment that's a sanctuary from that, then you relax. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what we've been hearing from people is that reduction in tension. And that really, you know, comes through in their, you know, interpersonal relationships as well as just your own personal work or personal development well i mean it doesn't matter what you do whether it's business or whether it's relationships everything is personal you are bringing yourself and of course what we're talking about with the conscious enlightenment or the spiritual business is always being at that higher vibration no matter what you're doing or who you're doing it with and it's just that consciousness of being true to self coming from the authentic place of intention and, uh, and, and expressing that out. Um, you talked about uh, Imoto, and for people who don't know about the, the water experiment, it was three rooms of water. Uh, one was ignored, one was given negativity, one was given positivity. The ignored one, nothing came of it. The negative one turned black, and the positive one turned crystal. Uh, we have on our Let's Get Synced series under Eco Solutions, um, Yashiyuki, uh, Nomoto, who is uh, his Emoto's um, uh, assistant and uh, secretary, and he's continued his work on. And of course, I'm introducing you guys so that you can do some cross experimentation on that. Um, but of course, he's tested waters around the world. What's the vibration of the people and the place, you know, in correlation to the water crystallization? What people forget is we're 70% water. Yes. Right. So if we are going to be in that negative environment, if we're in that constant bombardment of anxiety, it changes our water. Our water is what is sustaining the body. It's what's feeding the organs, the psyche, the brain which is also a huge percentage of water. So if we're living in that negativity all the time, it's breaking us down. It's causing dis-ease. And it's really essential for our own well-being that we raise that vibration uh, so that you know, our own body can sustain our own well-being. So it is, it's on all levels of imperativeness that we do raise this vibration, isn't it? Yes, and just just understanding what's in our environments. I mean, there's just so much there. There's all the there's all the history of what's ever happened in that oh, yes. place where you live. Yes, I mean, you know, there's the past signatures. Us, yeah, many of us <laughs> have had that experience going to an old battlefield mm-hmm. or you know an old prison uh, versus going to a cathedral or a temple or a mosque where there's been you know perhaps even centuries of prayer in one place so that you know that's the other part of what we do is that negative history that's in a place is that is one of the first things that the service does and that's why the free trial is so good because Mm. people can feel like that negative history gone 
I would imagine this would be absolutely fantastic in hospitals where, you know, there, there is life and there's people recovering, but there's a great deal of death and sorrow. And, you know, that saturation of sorrow, you know, builds up over a period of time. And having a device like this that can keep raising up that vibration to find that equilibrium, I would imagine not only help people recover, but for those that do lose people, you know, not be drawn down so much into the sorrow, but, you know, um, have a way of managing it through this high vibration. Have, have you experimented in any hospitals yet? Uh, no, we haven't. I, I do have a contact with the uh, Children's Hospital and where I live, and um, there is the possibility of that in, in this new year. Um, with the full FLP service at 560 on the Hawkins map, there is a, um, you know, a requirement or for someone in the location to know that it's on. And many times people will do, do the free trial or they'll subscribe and they, they won't tell everyone because they want to see what happens. Right. Yes. See for themselves um, what occurs, but, but they'll be encouraging them to drink more water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what we find in a high consciousness field is that, you know, as the body starts to move, the subtle energy channels start to flow we start to grow and move and our bodies start to use that energy for healing, more water's really helpful. Well, you've got to flush out the negativity and you've got to replenish right. the, the body, which is really important. Right. Yeah. So, so doing a, a whole hospital, right. you know, we would have to, it would have to be a project that we work together and hydration is really helped. And I would actually even maybe starting with, with the staff, with the nursing staff and with the doctors, mm. you know, um, there are so many that um, I was talking to someone the other day, you know, about how many doctors and nurses after seeing so much death, especially, you know, in, in pediatrics, you know, uh, how they just can't do it anymore. You know, because it starts piling up on them. So, you know, I don't even imagine a, a testing with the actual staff themselves mm -hmm. on, on their copability of it. Because, you know, you talked about anxiety and the amount of the anxiety that's in the world right now because we're unsure. We're, we're in a transitional period. And we're in a, a period of waking up to a consciousness. And as you say, Clayton, stepping into service mm -hmm. and realizing that what we're here for is to find our purpose, as I call it, our musical instrument, learning to perfect that best we can so we can join the orchestra of life. And that is the service when we join the orchestra. And each one of us is, is given a purpose. And it's up to us and our self-discovery to find out what it is. And when we are of service, that in itself raises our vibration, doesn't it? Being part of a collective where we know we're bringing that instrument that's, you know, got people's toes tapping, so to speak. And it's, it's a, it just, it, collectively you get those kind of people together and that vibrational rising is absolutely extraordinary, isn't it, Clayton? Yes. Um, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah. And we all affect each other. Yes. And you'll, an orchestra is a good example. There's a type of harmony that takes training and discipline and coordination. And many spiritual paths require that same, those same set of principles. Mm -hmm. um, you know, spirituality is maybe once in a while sitting around a circle holding hands, but it's not always that. Right. And, uh, <laughs> But um, so, it can, for example, in a hospital, there is this thing when working with groups in FLFE. There's 
there's a principle called the law of non-interference. Mm-hmm. And so when we're looking at, say, a service project, let's say we wanted to help hospitals. So we would have to test if it was in the highest and best interest of all creation for us to put, that would be the inquiry, it is in the highest and best interest of all creation for us to apply the FLFE service anonymously at full strength. And we would get a no. Mm-hmm. because we need to participate in that with the person so they can manage the hydration and man- and mm. at least be aware of the, of the conditions that are changing in the environment so they can help people. Now, with the pay it forward program that we have, the PIF, we call it, you can give that, you can put that in a hospital, you can put it on any place in the world because it's at a level of consciousness that is below the threshold of the law of non-interference. It is permissible or it is in the highest and best interest of all creation would be a better way to say it for us to be able to put that on any environment and leave it on indefinitely. So that's sort of what we have to work with. Uh, we have to look at, it's not just what we think would be helpful. It's really what is in some objective truths perception that it is helpful. And so that's, and that's, so we use kinesiology to do that. So forming the inquiry, uh, forming the inquiries is very very important. In fact, we we typically have to write out the context of what we're trying to achieve, and then we form our inquiry in that context and measure that con and measure that inquiry in the context. And then it's a very rigorous, disciplined, time-consuming, laborious process. If you're going into a new area of research, if you you know once you've done a lot of research, you kind of get to know your way around it, and yes. you, can make, you know things go a lot faster. It's like if I had to start a radio show and do interviews, I'd be tripping over myself for months, but you, you know, it's like falling off a log for you. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, we have 2000 strong. So yes. You know, the, yes. What I think you're talking about is free will, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it, this is also something where people have to participate. You know, a lot of people want that downloadable app and it's doing all the work for me and I don't need to do anything. And what we're saying to the world right now is no, you need to step up and be, a participant in your own life, in your, in your own journey. And if you are choosing to accept this higher vibration, that means, yes, the hydration, the detoxification, the being aware of what it's doing for you. It's not just for you to have a high buzz. It's for you to be proactive, not only in your own life, but in your calling and, and in your service of life. Um, when people do actually ignite into that higher resonance into that higher energy they've done the process of the the hydration and releasing the negativity and stepped into that space Uh, what kind of revelations have you had from people that have suddenly kind of i'm seeing things more clearly um you know i i get it now you know have you had those kind of epiphanies well we hear from our customers quite often our 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 uh, whole community and we have a private Facebook page where it's a, it's a really open sharing mm-hmm. situation it's very safe and it's really great great because we have so many people that have a lot of wisdom and new people that are on the free trial come in and they're sharing like you say what's happening for them yeah. and they these these releases um, we've seen it in the area of relationships quite a lot right where these embedded patterns where the patterns were in relationship the people weren't in relationship right right and right. then oh, when those start to fall away <laughs> then the people can come into relationship and yes. so we, we've heard about that where this saved my marriage this is like and now i'm 
seeing this person as a person and they're seeing me and we're, we're in this relationship in a different way. So that's one of the not seeing each other's history. You're being able to see each Mm -hmm. other. Yes. In clarity. Yeah. I mean, the patterns are, you know, in relationship. Yes. So, so we do see changes in relationship quite often. Um, And we do, since, you know, with this clearing of distractions of chaotic energy of, in this rising of the, the level of consciousness that you're in, people have different experiences in meditation. Mm-hmm. So they're dropping into these clearer spaces. So we do hear back that people are having different intuitive hits and they're seeing their life in a clearer way because now they're just sort of able to meditate in a different way that they haven't before. And so, even if a person is already resonating, you know, they've done the work, they've done the process, they're already resonating at that high vibration. You know, what it's doing is supporting that level of of maintaining that because sometimes you know you you get an energy drain i think one of you mentioned maybe you declare you know that you've got the piranhas in the world that come along like to suck your energy out of you and you know when you're at a certain level you get less of that because they have to rise up to get you and so having something that keeps your resonance of your energy at that level for you, where sometimes it's hard for you to maintain on your own. It's a wonderful support system, you know, to allow you to even kind of step back sometimes and just be in yourself, be in your energy and get rejuvenated because, you know, it's hard to just manifest that always on your own. You need that help from something else. We have lots of clients that are high, very high consciousness people. Some of them have been just spiritual devotees for you know, decades and decades, and mm-hmm. they've heard about FLFE through someone in their community, perhaps, and they're curious about it because it it relates to raising consciousness, and mm-hmm. and so sometimes it helps them go to the next level. Yes, you know, we all have a next level we're trying to go to and sustain. Mm-hmm. And people have asked us, "Well, I've been on this path for thirty years, and why would I need this?" And well, you may not need it, and it may not be for you. And when you are at a high level of consciousness, part of your energy, or let's say a higher level of consciousness than your environment, part of your energy goes out to the environment. We're just radiating it all the time. It comes through us, not necessarily from us. Mm It can come from us as well, but that's a little harder to sustain. Most of the shamanic paths and different paths and healing paths will tell you to try to bring the energy through and not take it from you because then you'll get very exhausted. Right. So these people will often experience that they don't have to put as much unconscious attention into managing their environment because they just feel safer and more relaxed and they're able to use that energy for themselves. Right. So it's not just for those of us who struggle with things. It's for people who are highly evolved and are looking to take the next step. A maintenance program, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's uh, allowing them to elevate, but also at the same time to rejuvenate, you know, especially people who are hands-on healers, they're giving, mm-hmm. you know, that energy is coming through them all the time, but there's still always a lot of their own energy coming out of it. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, they could be rather depleted or just, you know, needing yeah. that boost up. So having the, the home environment to go back to where they can just, take that breath and allow that energy to rejuvenate them, I think is, is very, very necessary for especially anybody in that line of work where they are doing any either mental or physical healing. 
we've had practitioners, in fact, state that they've done their best work in an FLF environment that they've ever yeah. done. Because yes. again, they don't have to, you know, the client. So if the, if the, if the, um, there's lots of healers in the town, the town that I live in, and I know a few of them and they say the work begins as soon as you commit to doing the work, even if the session's three or four days ahead. Yeah. But when you go into their office, they have a vibration that they've built up in the office and that's where you get to release a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's all these steps you go through before you get to the clinician's environment where it's even higher than in the waiting room and, you know, and sort of the process has started days before. So that all helps the work that mm-hmm. people are doing. And um, for those of who you're, for those who you who are into Hawkins work, the average FLFE client is now going up 12 points in 90 days. Wow. The average, that's very significant. And, um, and how does that get measured? Through kinesiology. Mm-hmm. So the, so we'd form an inquiry, say the context would be to test the, the number of the average amount of points that the FLFE subscriber would go up in over 90 days. And we would write the inquiry out and then test it. And typically we do our testing in a triad. Once we form the inquiry then Jeff will test it and I will test it and have an assistant who's becoming quite proficient at testing. And we're creating a culture here in the company and that's, you know, kind of Jeff's specialty where kinesiology is becoming a part of our vernacular, part of our mm-hmm. language, part of our conversation. And people are getting more interested in it and they're experimenting with it and we're, you know, helping them a little bit. So we'd like to have, or at least, you know, the dream is to have a group of very good testers because if you have those issues or attachments about something, you may not be able to get, get, get good data in one area. Mm-hmm. So one person may be able to find missing objects, but somebody else can't. Yeah. One person can test people really well. Somebody else can't test people or a person or there's a situation where they can't, they, you know, they find that their data is, uh, is skewed or distorted because they're attached to a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. So we'd like to have a community of testers in the office to get more and more levels of um, uh, verification. Although in, you know, in certain areas we're really, really good and that's the areas we kind of stick to, but, you know, it'd be nice if we could do other things. We had a wider scope of, of uh, measurement capacity, if you want to you know, call it Because, that. you know, a lot of people kind of expect, you know, you know, a massive big change, but they're subtle, the changes, aren't they? You know, I mean, you probably maybe find that you mm-hmm. might be more tired or, you know, that there's, there's something you've been carrying around in you, either physically or emotionally, that needs to be released. Yeah, in order for the equilibrium of that higher vibration to step in. And so with anything, there is a process that you have to go through to get into that balance, into that energetic balance, where now you can start using that energy more productively. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a question you switched on, well, hang on, you know, where, where's, where's this vibration? Am I resonating now? Is mm-hmm. that, that part of that water is not only hydrating, but it's also detoxing and, and releasing old negatives so mm-hmm. that the positive uh, positivity can step in so you know i think that's the reason why you give you know the the 14 day trial right because that 14 days is is the time period where releasement happens and um, and that uh, higher elevation comes in yes yes i mean the, the length of time uh of that trial was you know initially um that's where so much good could happen I mean, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a gift. The free trial is just beneficial for the person. So, so much can get released and cleared out of the body in that period of time. Um, and you're right, there, it is subtle. And some people immediately have 
they know it's on, they know it's off. They can just tell it instantly. And so we build in a way in the uh, customer portal where they can turn on and off the service and they can turn on and off the EMS mitigation separately. Mm. So they can experiment with it. And that's part of, part of what we encourage people to do is uh, trust themselves and experiment and see how it feels. But what's come out of it, it's really interesting is that with all this energy available in the bodies now, elevating itself in many ways and repairing maybe some old things that need to get repaired is the nutrients, you know, are important. Mm. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's this area that we're sort of, you know, we're not, it's not our specialty, but we're discovering that there's this consciousness nutrition where there's certain things taken together that are important for our evolution. Um, and water is, as you, as you yes. said, so well, water's one of them. And, and so we have some hydration recommendations, you know, on the website. But then we also discovered that magnesium and essential fatty acids, omega-3s specifically, taken together within 30 minutes, support the nervous system to hold more energy. Ah, interesting. And, and uh, the fatty acids, what would they be, omega-3s? Omega-3s, yeah. Mm -hmm. So fish oils are a great source. Mm -hmm. um, but the two of those together support the nervous system in a way that, um, you know, some people feel it right away. Mm -hmm. so if they take the two together, they, they, they feel like this bump. Um, but what it's doing is it's supporting the physical body to hold more light, to hold more energy. And so it's supporting the capacity of the nerves to carry more energy. And so that it's a, it's a building process. And it seems that the more time we spend in a high consciousness field, the more the body acclimates and grows this capacity and it needs nutrients. And that's where the magnesium, the essential fatty acids. That's really good to know. And of course, magnesium, everybody needs, and men need a different magnesium to women, by the way, folks. So when you're buying that magnesium, do we inquire that? <clears throat> There's also, you know, you're talking about the nervous system and, you know, fiber optic fascia, you know, is, is coming from the brain and it, underneath your skin and that little white sinewy stuff is all that mm. fiber optics, which actually gets your body moving. So every move that you do, the command from the brain goes through the body. And if that uh, fascia is damaged in any way, through accidents, through this, through that, the messaging is not getting through. And uh, this is where we get so much blockage in the world, uh, in the body. And so, we you know, we often refer to as releasing your chi. And of course, mm. things like acupressure and acupuncture, they're wonderful at releasing the blockages and mm. uh, getting that energy running through your body. And so if we uh, have this device on us that is um, allowing our energy to break through and to run more fluidity, it, it in itself will start healing those areas that are being blocked because it's releasing the clampness and uh, opening it up and allowing that chi and that energy to run through our body. We're water, we are energy, we are matter, uh, we are consciousness, and everything about it needs to flow. And where we run into health problems, emotional problems, spiritual problems is when we become stagnant and that flow can't be there. So having a device that allows that energy to constantly be fluidly moving within us on so many levels is helping us. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned stagnation. We actually have a program called the Anti-Stagnation Program 
on FLFE, mm-hmm. and it's based upon the principle of uh, Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. where the the stagnation or blockage of qi creates uh, disease. Yes, absolutely. And so we don't make health claims, and uh, we're careful about that. And we do have a program that's specifically written. And these programs, again, are so the context of the program would be to reduce or eliminate stagnation of energy in the body that's detrimental to one's evolution. That would right. be perhaps a context. And then we'd write out a way to measure that, which would be in our inquiry. And then we would write a program out that would be a list of requests to divinity to heal that person's body. So for example, in our body, we have, most of us have deposits. We call them liver stones or gallbladder stones are really well known or kidney stones. And in those stones, uh, we were having a conversation about this one day and Jeff actually came up with the thought of, he believed that the, the stones held the energetic history or the energetic signature of the shock and trauma of an event in our lives. And that's perhaps where the coagulation and stagnation happened because we couldn't process it. And so we found out that was true. And so we have a, a request to divinity in the programming to eliminate the shock and trauma that's held in those deposits. And that's an example of the specificity of how we work if we get into the details instead of the broader principles. And that's why that free trial is so important because it takes time for the negative energetic history of even the, the, that's held in those deposits to be released. Yes. And so oftentimes people will have a very significant surge in consciousness in the first few days, because a lot of that history they're carrying in their body that's negative is being encouraged to just move and then it can flow through us. Yep. Now growth always isn't, isn't comfortable. No, of course. And um, we are getting more and more as the company's developed into uh, like next year, we'll probably release an energetic medicine technique that helps us manage the release of those blocked, stuck, stagnant energies in a way that's more manageable. Because some people don't have the tools to stay present with those sensations and they misinterpret them as being something that they're not. Right. We yes. all do that. Yeah. You know, the thing is, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always going into the an- analogy of birth. You know, I mean, even carrying a child for, for nine months, you're, you're going through a process and sometimes it's fine, sometimes it's uncomfortable. Um, and then, of course, the labor. You know, it could be excruciating, pray, uh, painful, or it could be a breeze. Uh, it wasn't in my case. And then, you know, the actual birthing. And then once that child is in your hands, you've forgotten all about the pain. But, you know, uh, but, you know the rebirthing of ourselves in, in becoming into that higher consciousness, into that higher being, into that being that's been released, we have got to be willing to go through that process and uh, allow that release to happen. We can help that process along mm-hmm. by, you know, verbiaging, I release you, I encourage you, I nurture you, I love you. Of course, EFT is really wonderful on that as well, emotional freedom technique. Um, And using that in combination of it, we can be our own healers along with these wonderful devices that can help our body along. And so many people today, you know, I'm one of them. I've got this wonderful thing called fibromyalgia, you know, which is the misfiring of everything and has a domino effect of all these other issues, which I choose not to feed, but every now and again, because mm-hmm. the energy is not being fed, comes back to tap me on the shoulder. And I think it's, um, 
it's allowing that to happen. And I've had people that have worked on me energetically that have gone deep down into my many cellular level and released past history, past lifetimes, past pains, past suffering. And in that releasement, it's actually a wonderful layer of releasing our body. So if we stop just looking at ourselves as a surface blood and flesh and start looking at ourselves as cellular levels and needing to release that and be willing to go through the process, we become part of our own healing, which is so imperative. That's well said. We, we, uh, we're proponents of the emotional freedom technique and other energetic medicine tools. Mm-hmm. We encourage people to use them. And that's one of the ways that we can direct our own process to a, a larger and larger degree. Sometimes yes. it seems to have a life of its own and, yep. you know, those are, those are the dark days, but, uh, um, the sun will come out tomorrow. The sun will come <laughs> out tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, we think we've all had a few dark nights of the soul. I think we're all over 30 here, if I'm not mistaken. So. You're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's actually in understanding the darkness because we, we truly not only appreciate the light, but I think the thing is to get to a space in life where you're not afraid of the darkness, mm-hmm. but within the darkness, you can see the light, the clarity. And, uh, you know, that comes through that higher elevation. That comes through raising that vibration, that clarity of knowingness, knowing what you need to know when you Mm. need to know it. You know, trusting the intellect of the divine, the soul, the consciousness with the heart resonating with the spirit action. And the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And, you know, getting to that state, you realize that you're living very much in the frequency of now in the present and in the present is all you need to take care of and what you do now is already seeding the possibilities for the next moment and it's a wonderful level to be at at that vibration because your clarity of understanding who you are and what you're here for and uh, and just simply doing what you're here for no needing to validate no needing to um, justify but just being is where we really would love people to step up into being because at that higher elevation, you're not chasing your tail. You're not chasing, you know, what am I here for? What's life all about? You're not chasing um, expectations or having expectations chase you. You're only popular if you're rich. You're only, you know, you're only something if you're good looking. You're only something if you're that. And we step into our beingness of who we really are. And in that awesomeness of discovery of who we are, what our instrument is and what we're here for, we can take that breath in that beautiful resonance and actually understand the true meaning of our lives and what life is really about. So I think a lot of people allow a great deal of their anxiety to come through these old programming, as you put it, which I love it, you know, relationship, delete the old programming so you can actually develop a relationship with yourselves in the now as you are now. That goes to every relationship we have with self and with everything else, isn't it? Get rid of what doesn't serve us so that we can step up into being who we really are and have those wonderful relationships with everyone else on that beautiful vibrational level and not on old, outdated programming. Yeah, the other way we think about that is freedom. Yes, it is. Ultimate freedom, isn't it? Freedom to be, free will, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, freedom from your old past history, freedom yes. from your patterns, freedom from maybe negative beliefs that hold you back, but, mm. but also freedom from your environment, from the negative mm. history in the land, from whatever it is that is coming from the outside that is 
negative neighbor. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, or EMFs. I mean, yes. it's just whatever, you know, we look at it in terms of consciousness and what's lowering consciousness. And we're looking to, like, what's the freedom zone? You know, yes. what's the, the best zone that we can be in to be free and to, like you say, be our full, full self, our full expression of potential that we can be. I mean, you two guys were coming from kind of a different walk of life and you met, connected and have built this. As you said, you didn't know you were going to do this. It was just an you know, exploratory. And then because you saw what the benefits were, you decided this needs to get out you know, to the public, you know, go back a few years and say, this is what you're going to be doing, guys. Would it have been, oh, yeah, really, right. Oh, would it have been, really? <laughs> because when we're willing to take the journey and explore, learn, apply, uh, share, you know, that journey itself becomes such an incredible expansion that benefits so many other people. And we're inviting people to step into that wonderment of whatever the exploration is about because you have no idea how it's going to help humanity. You've got this wonderful device product. There are other people with other things. That's part of the orchestra, isn't it? You know, when, uh, when you're going to be testing with the uh, Nanomoto Society with the water and also with Robert Williams on, on his um, heart app and to see how those come together, how they support one another, how they maybe even raise that uh, frequency out into a larger expansion. It's exciting, but because you're willing to explore and you're willing to collaborate, you know, this is why that elevation really works. You've got so many people that discover something and no, 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 I can't share it. I can't have anybody steal it. You know, it's mine. You guys have both come from a thought of we need to get this out. More people need to ex experience it to make their lives better. And I thank you for that because we need more of that in the world. Well, we need more people like you getting the word out as well. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's about. Share, 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 share. Um, and again, be willing to explore and try it for yourself. You don't know what this is going to do for you until you're willing to try it. And it's not going for the, 50, you know, the 15 days again. Is it happening yet? Is it doing anything yet? Can I analyze it? Just be in your life, drink a lot of water, and then assess yourself at the end of the 14 days and go, okay, do I feel better? As you said, some people feel it and some people don't. And it's just one of those beautiful, subtle things in the background there that is your soul heart spirits and energies uh, support system mm -hmm. and we you know supporters aren't always there 24 hours by our side but we know that they've always got our back you've got something there that's got our back that's got our energy back so on those low days it's there to pick us up it's there to propel us up higher it's there to maintain and it's just a wonderful good friend to have to know it's got you <laughs> That was pretty well said. <laughs> yes, very well said. Yeah, and not everybody notices it, but maybe they notice their spouse change or their yeah. plants. Or the plants are lasting like mm. a week and a half or two weeks. They're cut flowers that they buy instead of four days. Mm. Or their pets are calmer. So yes. it's not always, we have, a, we have an email that goes out after people sign up. It's called the Principles of Discernment. I think there's 25, there may be more we might have added to it. Different things you can look for in an environment. It's like, okay, is it changing? 
and you know you have control you can turn it on you can turn the service on and off and you can turn the flfe mitigation uh, on and off so you do have you do have control over the, over over that measure for yourself i did the you know the trial run with the home and now i'm doing one with the phone i am a sensitive mm. i'm one of these people that pick things up i actually cannot walk barefoot on the earth because i feel that vibration so hard i'm very much a cosmic being and you know very often you do feel this overwhelmingness of, of static that is out there and i have to kind of put my parameter around me to protect myself so having something like this that again that's got my back that on those days where you get that wave that's going out then maybe i haven't being aware of my parameters i know that basically that's my force field out there may the force be with you that's my force field out there that's giving me that protection that's giving me that extra energy that i need or maintaining it because you can't always be on on your own mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to be on on your own um so i exude a lot of energy through the day and all the work that i do and yes it's coming through me it is energizing while it's coming through me but then afterwards i can find myself very very tired and mm -hmm. so having something that can maintain that energy so the fatigue level isn't so high would be awesome yeah and that's why we developed the, the, the cell phones and the object yeah. to be everywhere because we were leaving our homes and leaving that sanctuary yes. and we're like Oh, you know, out in the world traveling and to be able to take that with you uh, was really important. And that's, that's why we created that and people have found that to be really useful too. Well, I've got the phone one right now and it's been very interesting this week because um, um, last night I slept well. The night before I had one of those nights where I'm traveling, you know, when, when but it goes off and does that. There is no switching it off. I'm off, you know, and I maybe had three hours sleep. And then yesterday I had, you know, two shows back to back. And, uh, you know, it was like, oh, how am I going to get through this? And then the moment I'm on, I'm on. My energy is there. But I was really surprised that after I wasn't so depleted, I thought I'm going to be boogered. You know, I kind of need an afternoon nap. I didn't. I had actually seven shows to upload, a few challenges with the internet. And yeah, I just got through it all and was perfectly right, went to bed at a normal time and had a good night's sleep. That definitely is different for me. So, you know, I really am liking the cell phone one because I think it's, it's giving me that support and not allowing me to get so depleted as sometimes mm -hmm. that I can, which mm -hmm. then, of course, triggers the fibro and everything, which, you mm -hmm. know, don't need that. Well, the cell phone itself now is 580 on the Hawkins map, mm. which is an interesting experience just to hold it in your hand. And that's what we saw was needed in our initial EMF work was how do we raise the consciousness of space and that increasing that cell phone to that level, everything's vibrating now at a different level. Yes. So those antennas are sending out that energy. It's now vibrating at a different level and it becomes positive. You know, it becomes a... Um, the environment becomes a high conscious environment rather than you're lowered by that energy. So that, that bubble now around the cell phone, it's 575 within four feet uh, of the device. So that's, that's, that's a high level of consciousness. Yes. And then as it goes out to 300 feet, it's 555. Um, so that benefits others around you. Mm. Um, and then within that 
in about five foot zone is the EMF mitigation tube. So it does create that sanctuary that you can take with you and it's that, that enlivening or energetic support is, you know, is, is what we were wanting to create. And of course, people's cell phones, because it's your means of communication, is generally always on you or around you. So you know, it's like uh, instead of you know feeling guilty carrying a cell phone, it's like I'm I'm carrying I'm carrying my energy booster with me. This is my battery. <laughs> 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 I'm being recharged. <laughs> so, yeah. Good excuse to carry that. So, you know, I think if if you are a household, it's wonderful to have you know, the, the family one, the you know, mm-hmm. household mm-hmm. one. Um, but also I think having an, in addition, having the phone one, especially if you are in business and you are on your phone and around your phone a lot, because I think that mm-hmm. also when you look at kids going to school with their cell phones today, although I'd like to see them dropped in the box while they're at school all day, but they're with them. If this was a higher vibration, the concentration level would be better mm-hmm. uh, with the kids. So again, so many benefits, you know, um, a lot of people have said to me, okay, I've woken up that this, I'm aware that there's this consciousness, you know, like I'm becoming aware and I'm seeing things that I never saw before, but what do I do about it? I, I don't understand, you know, um, I did a show when somebody said the soul's agenda and she said she went to everything. She went to psychic, she did all these programs, everything to tell her what her, her sole purpose was, but she said, but I don't get it. I don't get it. She was too busy intellectualizing it rather than feeling it and allowing it. So if we have something that supports that beautiful soul energy into our discovery, into allowing uh, to discover what, uh, what our purpose is, and in that support, it's going to direct us on the right path because it's going to allow us to tap into those energies and those other energies you're going to be collaborating with in your self-discovery. So I can't see any negatives here, guys. I just keep seeing one positive after the other. <laughs> well, there is, an, there, is, there is an occasional discomfort as we grow from one level to another. Right. Those are the things we just have to be aware of. And right. Well, wasn't there discomfort beforehand when you were living in all that negative vibration and that anxiety? Wasn't that uncomfortable? I'd rather go for the discomfort of the different levels, which is mine. Yeah, give that to me anytime. Thank you very much. Who wants to be living in the anxiety? Yeah, we just have to be careful that we don't make it a panacea. We do have a section on uh, what FLF is not. Even when you go to a pilgrimage site, and people have miracles happen at those sites. They, Mm -hmm. They get into these high vibrational states and things happen that, are usually impossible to happen because the, the energy just isn't there. The body, the body has its own innate intelligence and it will do the healing and it will do a lot of the things that it needs to do. We just need to give it the resources. And so having more positive energy is like, is like writing a check for that house renovation that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a currency. It's a currency of life. Yes. yes. So the more positive currency of life that we have, the more possibilities can emerge for our lives. And if we talked earlier about following your bliss, I remember there was a really big um, kind of movement at one point where it was, I think there's a book called do what you love and the money will follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know follow your bliss was the way that I associate that is with Joseph Campbell. I really, have, I've been reading one of his books again. And, and so having a higher level of consciousness allows us to be more aware of the bliss states of what's working where the joy is. And if we move towards the joy and take action and don't over mentalize things, 
Fear then, the knowledge, don't think the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, yeah, the path gets, it gets more joyous. I mean, this is also the great book, you know, Celestine Prophecy, mm. you know, and, and how that energy makes things grow, you know, more abundantly, more fruitfully, and, you know, uh, grows our own um, vibrational awareness. You know, when as human beings, we're still very, very limited in our thought process. And the more we're willing to take off the blinkers and just believe in the possibilities and understand we don't need to understand the science behind everything, mm. but we do need to allow that, quote, science to happen to us. Because it is a time, if you look through the ages, we've, you know, had the evolution that we seem to get stuck for a number of centuries in the flight and fight, kill you before you kill me and, you know, greed. And then, of course, in the last 30, 40 years, it's all been about opulence and greed and 1% and leave the 99% flush down the drain. You know, now we're in that empowerment of step into your own empowerment. Mm -hmm. Step up and be a part of the solution. Let go of what is not serving you. Have that boundary of, um, of tolerance around you where you only resonate with people on that higher level and be inspirational and invitational. We're in that phase of life right now where people are wanting that. And devices like this is just simply helping them achieve it in a way where that vibration is supporting them. That means that you're able to see the things in front of you more clearly because you haven't got the static. You haven't got the anxiety. You haven't got that whole nervous system kind of questioning. Yes, but what if, but what if, but what if? You're in more of a space of, oh, what if? And more inquiry. And so we need this support. Because, you know, as it is, it's life force energy. Our life force needs to be energized. And you have a device that energizes you into your life force. Boy, you start stepping into your life and really understanding why you're here. And you have fun doing it. You're not running in fear all the time. You're running, running in wonderment and the excitement of what can be. We human beings are so powerful. We are so powerful and we... We're, we're starting to understand that better now. Yes. And the more that we can support ourselves to just be who we are and step into that power and that expression in the world, the better. And that's yeah. really what we're all about is supporting that environment to be able to do that. And, and just empowering ourselves, our customers, all of us in this community to be all that we can be and rise in consciousness is really increase in freedom you know let's yeah it's more freedom more joy more, more clarity more be clarity and more ourselves yes i mean we you know you know we this is called self-discovery station and and it is about our self-discovery it is about discovering just how awesome we are it is about discovering what our purpose our gifts are it is about discovering how we can be of service to one another. It is about discovering what wonderments lay out there that we have not been able to see before because we didn't allow it, or we lived constantly in just survival or in fear. We're at a level now where we're asking people to be exploratory, to open up their eyes to the wonderful um, understanding of how this beautiful planet and the cosmos works together, the matrix that is in the planet, the, the energy source that comes from the universe, that we are all particles of that universe. And so everything runs through us as well. And that we can tap into source anytime we want. 
And it's an invitation now to let go again of all programming, let go of old dogma, and think by feeling for yourself of what that truth is and what it lies with you and not old paradigm teachings that you've just mindlessly bought into, being guided along rather like sheeple. And, you know, now it's time to step into yourself. Stop selling yourself short. You're awesome. We need you. Step up into that higher vibration. Join the orchestra and we'll create a symphony that resonates out to the rest of the world. So, folks, how do people sign up? Uh, you've got the 14-day the trial. Um, how do they sign up for that? And um, you also have your little webinars that go on that invites people to kind of follow along and share experiences. You've got a lot going on there. So share on how people can do that. Well, I believe you'll have a link at some point on your site. Yes, most certainly. But let's yep. give it for the audio for the people to listen to. Sure. So flfe.net is the website. So you can either come to Sarah's and click on her links or you can go to flfe.net and you'll see there um, a lot of information, but there's a place to do the free trial. So you can do it on a home or you can do it on a cell phone. And um, there's support, plenty of support along the way during the free trial. There's, as, I, as we mentioned, a Facebook group, private group that you can talk about. And we'll, we're planning to migrate that to our own private group as soon as, we, as, soon as we're able. Um, Many people don't like to be on Facebook, but this is, you know, a private place where we can, where we can talk. Um, and the office is, is open. It's in Canada on, on uh, Western time, Pacific time. So uh, you can always call into the office, talk to someone. Everyone there is, is really supportive and, and helpful. And that's, as we designed the company, we wanted always to have that resource. Yes. You, know, you, can, you can call in, you can talk to a real person. You can, you know, you could sign up, you could cancel, you can do all these things. And it isn't one of these web businesses where you can't reach anyone. Right. We're, we're there. No, we're and no question is, you know, too wacky. I mean, it doesn't matter. Don't feel shy. Right. If you've right. got a bizarre question, don't worry. If, if they haven't got the answer straight away, they'll find it. Right. Right. The wackier, the yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I think in a lot of ways, because we've been so suppressed for so long with such negative energy, and we're now removing that negative energy and allowing ourselves to elevate, it's also a time to lighten up, isn't it? Have some fun. Get a little goofy. You know, step out of those restraints. And we need a lot more laughter and a lot more joy. You know, that bliss that you were talking about, Clayton. You know, we need to step into that bliss. And that bliss is not artificial. It is tapping into our own beautiful um, cosmic energy that's in there that will give us a high far better than any other substance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having an energy source that allows us to step into that is absolutely fantastic you know it's we all need support folks you're not meant to do it on your own life is about collaboration it is about teamwork we want you to raise your vibration we want you to step into a higher consciousness we understand you've got some deprogramming to do um, we understand you may have some physical ailments to challenge that's challenging you but this is an instrument that will help you with those issues and if you're not just the 15-day trial you can, of course, buy into it. And if it's not working for you two, three months down the road, you can cancel. 
but the body takes three months to change over its entire chemistry and its cell structure. So allowing a three months to really look at yourself and mark down every week some changes that you see in yourself and then go back and look at that three months and go, boy, you know, that's improved. That's this, that's that. I feel this, I feel that. Now you truly understand how that energy is working. So if the 15 days doesn't give it to you, sign up, go for the three months and really take record of where you're at and you will just see that higher elevation that's going on subtly in the background and how your life has been improved. But if you're not willing to participate, if you're not willing to be interactive with your life and use a tool that's helping you get there, you're not going to see the results. So try it uh, and see for yourself and see where it takes you. This has been absolutely great, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, it's been so great to talk with you. And, you know, to everyone else, remember, we all need that help. Our energy is being drained by what's going on in the world. If we have an energy source that keeps us up in that equilibrium, constantly keeps reboosting us, helping us rise up into our beautiful elevation, into that consciousness of clarity and freedom and health, we become better human beings which means we can be more of service to one another, which means we can seek that harmony and that peace that seems to be so elusive. So it's up to each one of us. So until next time, folks, I encourage you to sign up and give it a try and to also um, just step into yourself, step into that higher consciousness, because I promise you it's a beautiful place to be. So until next time, bye for now. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcast and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.